0: What do the latest CPI numbers tell us? Don't believe everything you read. Are we still creeping towards a recession? How's the Fed going to act this time? And what should you do to prepare accordingly? The Watchdog on Wall Street explains. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast on Apple, Spotify, wherever you get your podcast. Dana Lashes, Absurd Truth Podcast.
1: All right, so Jeremy Clarkson. He is—he's hysterical, and I love—I love, I love the—I loved Top Gear, I love Grand Tour, and I like watching Clarkson's Farm. Shockingly, I have learned so much about the stupid, just ridiculous restrictions that Britain puts on farmers. It is crazy. I don't know how farmers make a living in in Britain. It's crazy. So during lockdown, I became a huge fan of him because I watched Top Gear and I watched Grand Tour and uh, his Green Acres-inspired Clarkson's Farm thing, which. You know, is is, he's hysterical, and he's been a commentator on a lot of things, not just like anything that has to do with auto or now animal husbandry or farming or anything like that. So I, I mean, it wasn't out of his wheelhouse, and I'm not. I only talk about this stuff if it affects me or you, and uh, so I don't. I don't, like I said, I don't follow the royal garbage. But he wrote this uh, column where. He said that he hoped that uh, suitcase chick who was on that game show, the briefcase. Which briefcase do you want? That game show? Deal or no deal. Oh, is that one? Yeah. Deal or deal or no deal? Right. The is that the one with all the briefcases? Yeah. Okay. So he wrote this this column about in the Guardian about uh, that uh, whining ginger, spare us, and uh, his wife Megan and uh, the suitcase girl. On the deal show, and he said that he was, he wanted her to, basically Cersei's Walk of Atonement from Game of Thrones. He said he was, quote, dreaming of the day when she's made to parade naked through the streets of every town in Britain while the crowds chant shame and throw lumps of excrement at her. And he added, everyone who's my age thinks this way. Everyone who isn't his age, I think, thinks that way. So everybody immediately, the woke scolds, there is no joke here. This is so bad. And he said that he hated megan and that he hated her on a cellular cellular level and it i mean he's all very tongue-in-cheek he's prone to hyperbole because that's what he does i mean anybody who thinks that this isn't tongue-in-cheek does not know jeremy clarkson it's just so stupid anyway all these people who are so desperate to throw themselves on the altar they they they, they sit here and they 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 lie prostrate on the floor in front of the altar of wokery because they're so eager to to prove their merit that way because they lack any kind of measurable talent. So they got real mad at him over this. And then that whining ginger who's been out there, his book, it's called Spare Us. Have you seen it? Spare Us. It has his big old oh, whiny face on the cover. And they put extra hair on his head. That was nice that they did that for him. Uh, he and his wife, Megan, decided, that's her name, they they immediately saw it as an opportunity to deaccelerate their growing irrelevancy and play victims again right so he apologized for it he put this nice apology on instagram which i would not ever do i don't think he did anything wrong actually he wrote i'm not going to read the whole thing but he had said he was sorry and blah 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 and he's like well what's the point of the apology like what else can you do and i don't know maybe he did it he because his daughter complained about his column or the woke scolds or whatever but spare us they decided, they put out this haughty refusal. They refused his apology. And they shoved it out to that egregiously over-cured, that, uh, over-manicured mannequin that they call the spokesperson. What's his name? He's named after the bacteria in that tea, Scoby. Uh-huh. To wring even more attention out of this. And so they wrote uh, blah, blah, blah. Uh, that uh, it's his pattern of writing articles that spread hate and hate rhetoric, dangerous conspiracy theories and misogyny. And so they refused his apology. I thought it was funny that they were talking about misogyny, considering that Megan was a main character on she she gave a main character a BJ on 90210 and was only credited as hot girl on the pilot episode. But, you know, let's hear more about spreading dangerous misogyny while rejecting an apology that neither of them merited. Oh, and wasn't he the guy also who cosplayed as a Nazi while using a slur to describe his uh, fellow soldier from Pakistan? You know, if he wants to talk about hate rhetoric, something like that. So now Amazon's going to likely part ways with Jeremy Clarkson after the final commission shows go to air. Uh, and they said that they're probably not going to do any more Clarkson's Farm. They're going to finish the grand tour. That, uh, all the things that have already been commissioned... Uh, But it looks like they said he won't be appearing in any new shows on Prime Video beyond 24, uh, though there's a chance that the final Grand Tour episode could carry over into 25. So when the cancel culture mob demands an apology, they don't actually want an apology. They want fealty. And they want destruction. That's what they want. There's, there's no, I've wrote about this, written about this. There's no chance for redemption. There's no chance for grace. You're forever canceled. And like I said, it's usually for something far less worse than anything the mob itself has ever done. Like the gall of the Nazi cosplaying racial slur using Harry Sparrow thinking he's too good to uh, accept an apology over a tongue-in-cheek editorial. They've been criticized from uh, by everybody, from BLM, who criticized them. Uh, and Nelson Mandela's granddaughter. They accuse them of trading on race to further themselves, and they all they do is create these like stupid name groups like Archwell. They don't do anything beyond poses like this dollar store philanthropy. They produce these horrifically meandering podcasts that confuse the word archetype with stereotype. And the in, the hysterical irony of it is that his book is only selling because. Not because he's a good writer or storyteller; it's because of whose loins he was birthed. That's it. So, it's there's zero redeeming value to catering to the to the the two of the most privileged people to ever walk the face of the earth, especially at the expense of a good-natured and actually talented Brit that we like better. So, just saying, didn't we we fought one war to disregard the monarchy? So, shrugging off Sparrow's and Megan seems like nothing in comparison, really
0: And now, all of the news you would probably miss. It's time for Dana's Quick Five, brought to you by Caltech.
1: All right, so some of the latest here. The uh, Top Gun, I didn't know that this happened. The Top Gun Maverick director says that actor Glenn Powell got hurt during the beach football scene. It was the original one with Tom Cruise, Miles, uh, well, the second one, the, the, the Maverick one. Val Kilmer, Jennifer Connelly Miles Teller, Tom Cruise they said that, the, I mean because it was a huge blockbuster but they said that one of the beach scenes, they actually everybody had to like lose weight and work out and it looked like, it was like one of the most casual relaxed scenes ironically in the entire film and apparently one of the actors ended up getting hurt uh, in it and he, it was Hangman, the guy who played Hangman, uh, he was the one who ended up getting hurt while they did it but um It was weird because that's the most relaxed, chill scene there. Trump has declined to endorse Ronna Romney McDaniel in the RNC re-election bid. He says, quote, let them fight it out. Interesting. So he's kind of taken a step away from her. Hmm. American football brought to you by Chinese spyware. So apparently there's, you have like, you know, TikTok, you have all this other stuff. I've been seeing like TikTok getting involved in sponsoring a lot of things. And apparently they also were sponsoring, they're starting to sponsor uh, uh, portions of American sports, whether it's NBA, NFL, all kinds of stuff. So that's also something to keep an eye out on. Uh, there's a really good piece. I'm going to include it in uh, uh future email for subscribers that gets into how that spyware like how it can just it's gets everywhere it's so insidious horrible six-month-old shot and killed others five others in a california home at 3:30 a.m last night absolutely awful uh and they were they believe it was related related to gang activity according to authorities. stay with us a lot more on the way Then you hear stuff like, you know, what the president said, Republicans are fiscally demented. What does that even mean? Is it demented to want to be responsible? Is it demented to want to live? Now, I will, grant it. I will give you the difference between actual conservative and then the compassionate Republicanism, conservatism, that kind of thing. Where it's like, oh, we're still going to kind of pay for stuff for everybody. You know, they did the whole two big diff- They were in all of that. So... I get it. That's demented because it's just what Democrats would do. But to sit here and say that fiscal responsibility is demented, do you realize what that's promoting? You're promoting this concept to America that it's irresponsible to be responsible. You're promoting the president of the United States out there saying this stuff. You're promoting the idea that it's better fiscally to be reckless and not demand any accountability for spending than not. And that's all people want. People just want there to be accountability and they want there to be some, some transparency and also for the government to not spend so much damn money. Like, do we really need to study lesbian obesity? I'm not, I bring that up because it's just funny, but that was a real thing that we spent tax dollars on. We studied shrimp on treadmills. I'm not even going to get into the latest waste report from last year because I'm already kind of cranky. And this is just going to push me over the edge. And I don't know what the you know what it's going to be like traveling to Vegas because I already hate traveling. I don't even know what that's going to be like. So it'll be a very bad day for everybody around me. So I just don't even want to look at the Waste Report today. Kane, what I'll probably do is we'll look at it after we get to SHOT Show yeah. because people bring us goodies and we'll have some goodies and then we'll look at the Waste Report. I feel like that's the best way to do it. And they put us in this big empty room. Where there's carpet everywhere and the walls are covered with fabric, so I feel like that's probably almost like a padded rim, It's probably the best place to yeah, put us, I agree. right? Because I'm not even going to look at it. I'm not even. I'm not even going to look at that. But that's that's the whole thing. So why is it's just it's just it's asinine? And to hear this from a guy who knew his crack smoking kid had this laptop and all this other stuff, and then he just went along with it. This ex-intelligence official lies. Oh, yeah, I knew it was real. I still signed the letter saying it was fake anyway. This makes me not want to follow laws. Can I be real? I don't want to follow any... I was thinking about this the other day. I'm the meme of the little penguin sitting there going, well, now I don't want to. That's me right now. I just... It's the little... This is how... I'm just saying, when you have the government that is not accountable, this is how you get vigilantism. Right? This is totally how you get it. Exactly. <sighs> Golly. You remember that movie Falling Down? Total aside. Oh, yeah. Michael Douglas. Yeah. Weren't you all with him until that one point when you're like, oh, damn, he's crazy. Gosh, dang it. <laughs> like you really I still like when he beat up that Nazi, that was pretty awesome. I still understood, though. I mean, yeah, you got you know, you got he was just fed up with all of it. Fed up with all of it. He was Clark Griswold on Christmas Eve times 110. He was done with all of it. You know, when you have the government, like intelligence officials, people who are in the Intel department, people who have security clearances that you don't have afforded to them by your tax dollars, people who could actually walk into a building and probably look and see if them aliens are real, those types of things. When those people can't be honest with you, When they went out of for the reason of politics, when they say things like, yeah, I knew that laptop was real, but I still signed the letter that said it was fake because Democrat. You know what that makes me want to do? It makes me want to roll stop, not fully stop all the way at a stop sign little stuff like that. That's how it starts. It makes me want to do that. You know what I mean? It makes me want to rip off the do not rip off under penalty of law tag on a random pillow in a store like things like that. I didn't say I would do it. And I'm not burning down a building, leftist, so shut up. But, you know, it makes me want to start. Like, you know, little bitty things. You know what I mean? Like little bitty stuff. That's what I'm talking about. I just, if they don't follow the law, why the hell should we? Do you see why the republic is both a fragile and wonderful thing? And my son, when he was like, so you're telling me, after we explained to him the concept of property tax, he's like, so you're telling me, this is after we told him about Social Security. So he's already pretty much me at this point. He says, so I don't ever really own my own home. Ha- own home." I'm like, nope. No, son, you don't. He goes, so you're telling me that all the hours that I would work, all the hard work I'd put in, everything I would do to purchase this home and be a good citizen and volunteer and do whatever, I still don't own my own property. I'm like, yep. That is true, and he's like, and people in government get to do all this stuff, and no one ever holds them accountable. I'm like, yeah, it just seems like, yeah, it seems like it. I mean, it doesn't seem like it. Yes, it is. I'm like, son, you can do whatever you want. Just change your name to Biden. Although, honestly, and that made, and he was just, oh, he's just mad of that.
0: It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man.
1: The cow gets me every single time. Um, let's see here. Where do we want to start? Do we want to start with the guy who got chased by thirty miles for thirty miles by a chopper and hid in the woods? Do we want to start with the lady who apparently stole two hundred pairs, or dude who stole two hundred pairs of panties from Victoria's Secrets? I know, or the lady flashing everybody at Disney World it's a small world after all what no let's start with the the panty thief so a florida man is accused of stealing thousands of dollars in lingerie from the dolphin mall man that's very close to jojo just saying i'm just saying because he had dolphin didn't he have like green dolphins or whatever jail uh i totally got off total complete topic there carlos rodriguez he actually has four names you have too many names sir you gotta, you got to share some of your names. Carlos Angel Ramirez Rodriguez stole thousands of dollars worth of merchandise from Victoria's Secret stores at Dolphin Mall and the International Mall in Doral multiple times. Doral or Doral? I'm never going to say this name right. Somebody will tell me. Don't. Not right now. The uh, thefts. Go, he, he was just actually arrested but the dates the thefts actually happened last spring but he was just now arrested because they finally id'd him off a surveillance video so for instance he's a 48 year old dude he stole 200 pairs of panties and a fragrance from the dolphin mall store in his most recent theft how were you stealing 200 pair of panties who has 200 pair they have 200 pair of panties like all just there so that's kind of a he was uh he's got he's got multiple theft charges he actually never said what he's going to do with all the lingerie he's stealing i'm surprised he didn't be like i was going to help poor people who had no panties (laughs) i mean wouldn't that be (laughs) oh boy a florida woman i don't know what this i mean didn't they used to have a flash mountain in orlando okay well this lady took that seriously so there, this, it ended up, she ended up, they, the video was deleted. Thank heavens. And I'm not going to share anything, but she was writing the Skyliner at Walt Disney World and decided to, I guess, flash the park below. Um, I know. And they were looking to ID her, which is why I think that she hid all of her social media and everything else and all of that stuff. Like, why do people think, you know what, this is a good place. I'm going to do this. Like, why is that a thing? This guy was chased, this Florida man, he was chased for 30 miles by a helicopter and then hid in the woods. You're being chased by a helicopter. You're not going to hide. You may think you're going to hide in the woods, but they're still going to find you. Kyle Bellatoni, 29, was wanted on charges of violation of probation for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, aggravated stalking, and domestic battery. When they caught him in DeLand and they began looking for his Dodge Challenger, he was driving. Air One arrived overhead. The chopper followed as the car took a uh, crazy escape route through the DeLand area, ending with a bailout near the woods. And then he ran off where I can only imagine there's going to be gators in somewhere. They actually had to bring a canine unit in. When he emerged from the tree line with his hands up, finally, because they chased him out, deputies were there to greet him, according to Volusia County Sheriff's Office. He was taken to the hospital for treatment of an apparent medical episode and then put in Volusia County Branch Jail with no bond. Well, at least he wasn't like the guys who would hid in the water. Remember that dude? He got ate up by a gator, like just gobbled right up. That was a real actual story, Uh, for real. I can't. Uh, And then tomorrow I'll tell you about uh, a Florida man waiter was arrested after he body slammed a customer and then punched another one at a restaurant. Or maybe I should share it now. Do we have time? Yeah, Yeah, W-I-N-K has this story man faces battery charges. Deputies say he attacked a pair of customers at the Laley Resort restaurant where he worked as a waiter. Collier County Sheriff's Office says Kevin Mart, 40, was arrested after deputies went to Off the Rock Tavern. There was an aggravated battery. Victims were eating dinner. The suspect was their server. And apparently it did not go well. So the 67-year-old that he body slammed was not able to get back up after he was body slammed. Other staff members had to call 911. The guy who was body slammed was taken to the hospital. He's okay. The younger victim that got scratched had a scratch to his face where his glasses were knocked off. Uh Mart was arrested the next day taken to Naples Jail Center. He's got uh aggravated battery charges and an additional charge because it was a person 65 years age or older.
0: Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Watchdog on Wall Street Podcast with Chris Markowski. Every day, Chris helps unpack the connection between politics and the economy and how it affects your wallet and your 401k. What do the latest CPI numbers tell us? Don't believe everything you read. Are we still creeping towards a recession? How's the Fed going to act this time? And what should you do to prepare accordingly? The Watchdog on Wall Street explains. Whether it's happening in D.C. or down on Wall Street, it's affecting you financially. Be informed. Check out the Watchdog on Wall Street podcast with Chris Markowski on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.